Hello Relativity fans, series creator Lee Shackelford here with a bit of a holiday treat, I hope. Uh, the winter solstice is approaching and we wanted to give you some kind of a, I don't know, a holiday treat uh, and or uh, something to help uh, close the gap, so something to tide us over a little bit between now and the beginning of the third batch of episodes of Relativity. We're taking our time with these, as I've explained before elsewhere, because we really do want this new series to be something special, to really take the show in something of a different direction, and that's going to take some time to do. Meanwhile, though, here's an interesting thing. I hope it's interesting. Elena Jordan and I live on opposite sides of this continent, and we do all of our recording over the internet. So it's actually very unusual for us to be in the same place at the same time. In fact, the last time she and I were in the same room together was the last day of shooting on Herlock, a project that uh, you may or may not know about. But uh, So let me give you the web address, herlock, H-E-R-L-O-C-K, dot U-S, herlock dot U-S. Uh, so page over there and check that out. Uh, it's something else that uh, Elaine and I cooked up. So then now it's uh, relativity that we do together, but we do it uh, across this country uh, thanks to the internet. Well, by a strange coincidence, she and I ended up in the same place at the same time right around Thanksgiving 2017. So unprepared for this, we uh, quickly put up my, my phone and started recording us sitting around talking. So we, what we have is a not particularly good recording of the two of us shooting the breeze about, among other things, relativity. So I've tried to sweeten that recording a little bit, make it a little more, uh, a little easier to listen to. Uh, but here it is. These are just some, um, some things that happened when you put the two of us in the same room, uh, giggling and being silly about relativity. So this is us very much out of character. November 17th, 2017, Lee Shackelford and Lena Jordan talking about relativity. I feel like if we just start talking about it, we'll okay. find directions in it. Because I actually was wondering so. from you what was kind of your impetus to even start writing it. Now see, that's the kind of question that you want somebody to ask <laughs> to get the, get the ball rolling there. That's really good. Um, I, I don't want to give away future plot points too much, but it is heading in a direction where the title makes more sense. And uh, with the end of the second batch, we've launched what I hope is a, the catchphrase for the show. It's just not spoilery for people who haven't heard episode 20, but, um, but to me, if there's a motto of the show, it is, you must remain connected. So it came from thinking about that stuff, about relativity and its, in, its, in the meaning of the word regarding physics and Einstein, but also relativity about the connection between people. I don't know. I just I, I I love radio drama so much, and and so much of what I love most is when it gets down to just two people. And I always thought, wouldn't it be interesting to do a show that was basically one giant telephone call? Yeah. I was probably naive starting off thinking that it could literally just be a conversation between two people, because yeah, pretty quickly I I realized we're gonna have to kick the door down and have some people come in with guns and start shooting yeah. <laughs> at some point because yeah. I love that idea, but, too, of two people in very, very distant places that each have pieces of the puzzle, but they don't even know what pieces they have, right. and then trying to decipher between the two of them how to put this puzzle together. Exactly, yeah. I like it a lot. It almost, to me, seems like a cool allegory almost for the internet. 
and how there are people who mm-hmm. will never physically meet, but will have someone that is one of, if not the most important person in their lives right. that they could physically never meet, I, I but wanna, be so connected to. My God, think of the people that you and I know that we're close to. You know, I mean, I, I just feel like you and I are continuing the conversation that we always have. Yeah. But when it's was weird when was the last we time we were in the same? Been yeah, in the same room right. in so long. Yeah. But you just because we talk all the time, right? You just don't miss a beat. And I have friends now, thanks to Facebook and other social media, who I have literally never met mm-hmm. in person. But I feel very close to them. I, I feel, you know, like I'm a part of their, their life. And they're definitely part of mine. I like it, too, it's, that this is an online medium that we're telling kind of the story that is almost an allusion to online dynamics. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people can relate but because of that reason and yeah. for me I liked it a lot my mom actually listens to this show a lot and loves her. it and yeah. it's funny too, because your editing is so good on it too that she's like 90% of the time I forget that it's even my daughter and then I'm like oh that's Elena and she's like because I just hear Sophia like I she doesn't oh. even think about it and I'm like that that's is good. all Lee that is the writing and the editing because I have I have the reverse thing that I have friends uh, and, and and my wife who who really can't listen to it because they just hear me, you know. See, and I like I, it when my they, mom like kind of forgets that it's even. Oh, that's great! Me. Yeah, no, I. And she's yeah. like, and I'll just get those moments where I'm like, oh wait, that's my daughter. That's her. Yeah. I'm like, well, well that's she's pretty cool. <laughs> she's real different from you in a, in a lot of ways. I think she's a lot more serious than you are. <laughs> yeah. A lot more, at least in the first ten, we had a lot of Chris just being um, sullen and uh, and angry. And um, anybody who's been around me like that just says, <laughs> "Wow, that's just Lee," <laughs> and, and having a bad day. Yeah, I disagree <clears throat> completely. I feel like a lot of I was like, "This doesn't. This is not a Lee thing." Uh, there are certain uh, things that'll pop up. That well, I'm that's, like, that's it. That's but, a little but, but only me at my worst, I guess, <laughs> is what it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's only a problem for people who, who know me at my worst. But you know, I think you knew me when I was in school too, and when I would do like the okay, no fun. I'm focusing, and this yeah. is my dedication. I'm working on work, and people would come up and say funny things. I'm like, haha, clever, but I will not react. Right, exactly. I need yeah. to focus. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I knew you could do that. You know, the I do not have time right now. Which is I've got to stick a to the facts. For me now, now I'm just like <laughs> my job is playing. Well, when, I, when I was first started building the website, I wanted to snag some pictures of you to put on the site. And so I got on Facebook and I said, I need to find a picture of her where she doesn't have her mouth open yeah. or, or wearing a funny hat or, or any I need dressed a, as someone else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find pictures of her where she's not Elvira or, <laughs> or screaming because those are screaming. all of my photos are me just like scream laughing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking through a similar thing. I was looking through my pictures and I was like, why do none of my headshots look like me? And they're like, cause your mouth is closed. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I cannot <laughs> smile for real with my mouth That's closed. And me. I never realized it. Oh, it's true. There's so many pictures of you out there where you're apparently just screaming. <laughs> Every photo. It looks like I'm, and it's just silent scream. Like, that's just my go-to. Like, my default face is just to be like, ah, I'm here. I'm looking like I'm about to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> that's why I'm so happy. <laughs> this photo of the cheeseburger in the corner, and you'll know why I'm stoked. <laughs> okay, there's a great photo of you as Elvira with Stan Lee, and you're making that face. That face. So, oh, God. So, I, we just need to shop the... Uh, the cheeseburger, the cheeseburger in the, in the lower. It's the greatest moment of my life is Stanley in a bacon cheeseburger. One arm. And I'm just like, all I need. 
that was a fun interview too interviewing stanley because that was me just geeking out the whole time and all of these super professional people and i'm dressed as elvira right my wig like all twisted because i just walked through this mound of people trying to get interviews and they're all like grabbing trying to get like at stanley and get the mic yeah i was like i have no idea why i'm the only person who's been granted this interview but i am very appreciative but he he just he liked the cut of your jib. He just he well just they just they were... saw the NBC Universal and then they saw Kyle's nice camera and they went oh this must be for something important. I'm oh, like jokes on you. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> it is. I like being here. Right. All of my photos though I realize are just all <laughs> go to cheeseburger mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See I didn't know it had a name so now I know. Now it does. It's it just was made mouth. up just now. I'll tell you one of my fantasies for the for the future is that I I, I love. When uh, something catches on in people's minds enough that they want to contribute, you know, I would love that there if there be relatively fan art. I wish I wish that there were people who, and I know that part of that is because I don't understand Tumblr, and I need I need to get a Tumblr. I yeah. don't have one. Well, I've created a relativity Tumblr, <laughs> so yeah, I just need to give you access to it, and we'll we'll put stuff in there. But yeah, but I remember people said that um, about uh, Herlock. Uh, that people were saying, you know, the reason why you didn't get a hundred thousand people coming immediately to watch that pilot was because you did. It wasn't on Tumblr. That was the place for Herlock. People who really understand Tumblr were telling me that they're going, "Dude, you missed it." So now I'm trying not to make the same mistake again, but I still don't understand Tumblr. So, but but anyway, but but what, just what I was saying about fan art is that I would love to see what people think these characters look like because I don't think they look like us. I don't think so either. Um, I picture Sophia, um, very dark features, mm-hmm. like olive complexion, mm-hmm. looking nothing like me. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't walk outside and is immediately attacked by the sun and has to hide under right. the dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's you and me, yeah. And, um, yeah, I um, my aspirational figure for Dr. Mason, when, when I'm writing the character, I'm trying to think of a voice that is not mine, who I think of is... Um, James Garner as Jim Rockford. So if you know the Rockford Files, you know, and that, that's a TV series that I grew up with and I love that character. He's just always slightly pissed off or just always, you know, things never quite go his way and, you know, and, and he's a real private eye, which means that he spends a lot of his time sitting in his car watching, you know, the door to see if somebody's going to come out. And it's and it wears him down, and he's just sort of yeah, I don't know, I gotta I gotta get out of this line of work. I don't know why I'm even doing this. I you know. <laughs> so, I'll have to go and check that out. You need the Rockford Files. Yeah, I just I didn't yeah. See Rockford Files. Is he and you 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 know so much about pop culture of the '60s and '70s? That's I'm, I'm surprised. I figured you 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 knew the Rockford Files inside and out, but mm-hmm. anyway. I have to step up my game. That's among my aspirations for the show. One of these days is that people will care enough that they'll do. Yeah, I would love to see what people think yeah. the characters look like. And I got so excited just to see the rendering of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool! I spent a lot of time thinking that out. And then apparently have just immediately ditched it. Because if people are listening to the show and really trying to, to make a map in their mind of how you get from the bridge to the, the hub and the habitat and things like that, the the amount of time it takes to travel from one to the other changes in every episode. So, you know... I, <laughs> I haven't been consistent about that. But it makes anyway. sense because it's what works for the narrative. So that's like, there you go. Yep. That's and if anybody's it. literally li- listening to it, going, "I am timing out." Exactly. And it's like you're doing it wrong. But you're probably listening to the. You're not gonna enjoy this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you probably well, don't you're enjoy right. much. One really cool thing about this show, too, kind of 
harkening back to when we were talking about all of the internet-y things, mm-hmm. um, my mom being a fan of it actually made me remember, too, when I was growing up, she had a bunch of friends that she had never met that were all, um, that she do internationally um, from message boards from okay. Red Dwarf. And so she had some of her best friends she had never met. And I was there when I was little. We all had a big meetup in Florida. We all went to Panama City. And she met all of her best friends. For the first time. For the first time. And I was there. And because I was young and it was just like, I was like, oh, this is, you can have friends that you've never met. That's fine. She knows everything. They know everything about each other's lives. And they all care about each other. And they love each other. And they're like besties. And this is the first time they've all met. And they, they had the bond of Red Dwarf. Yeah. Which yeah. was cool, too, because I was like, oh, this is a sci-fi thing that's like Red Dwarf, but it's... Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, everybody on the ship is dead. But they, yeah. Except, yeah. Except for... Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel that. like the ship computer will probably be less clever than... <laughs> yes, no. Because, be as yeah. mean and no, no. deceptive and bored. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always love that. Holly was my favorite character just because he's like, I've been awake this whole time. It's right. How did I it, feel it's when not you easy were all being. frozen? You're, <laughs> now there's people to talk to. I was alone for quite some time. <laughs> alone with my thoughts. So I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm wearing this crazy hat now. And they're like, your computer. Yep, but I got this hat. There you go. I'm like, okay. It gives me something to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I've thought a lot about the, 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 the various other plot lines that overlap with this. You know, I try to steer away from them, but yeah, I, 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 it's funny. I thought about Red Dwarf a long time ago, and then I sort of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, I was worried when the um, what was the what was the, the film that came out that came out and immediately closed again with the uh, the sleeper ship, and um, Chris Pratt. Well, is so he he wakes oh, up. Oh yeah, and then, with yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Um, yeah, that one. Passengers is that what passengers, it's called? Passengers. Yeah. yeah. And I, I never saw that one, but apparently no one else did either. No, so. but but I remember reading a capsule and just saying, "Oh crap, this is it." People now now it's going to look like I I stole their idea, and it was actually very different. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I'm still just um, uh, just uh, infantile enough to to rejoice in watching it open and close again immediately. <laughs> Good, go away. No Trying one, to do no something one here. See this. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was. It was very different. A few years ago, my first feature film that I wrote that I was so proud of, the movie Identity with John Cusack came out, and I went, okay, well, this is my movie, mm-hmm. so trash can. There you go. <laughs> this has happened to me so it's many like, times. Except for it was a girl instead of a guy, and they weren't yeah. at a hotel. Okay, it's the same movie, just trash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're not going to be able to say later. I know I know it sounds like that film, but, but it's, it's a girl. Girl. Yeah. Like, Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Go away. We're talking about fictional narratives. What are your What are your favorite favorite stories? What are the things that you? I mean, you're you're, you're dressed as Spider Man right now. I am currently dressed as we're recording this. I love superheroes. Yeah. Basically, all superhero story because I love mythology, and it all Mm -hmm. kind of harkens back to Greek mythology. It's all you know. It's all the the same thing. The story of Superman is the story of Moses. Is Mm -hmm. the story of Hercules. Is the story. It's you know. It all harkens back, and so. I, I guess yeah, I like any sort of narrative that adheres to that the same guidelines of somebody being put into a world that they maybe didn't choose, that they feel uh, kind of an outsider, yeah. mm-hmm. and then adjusting and then realizing it's because they have more to contribute to this world instead of just finding their place in it. Yeah. I, I like stories that are basically about people not only kind of 
self-discovery and feeling okay with themselves and feeling self-actualized, but then turning that to then help others. Because it seems like then there's there's point and there's mission and there's a, a reason for action and there's driving forces. Especially when it's kind of love-based. I like those. Like the love for humanity and the love mm-hmm. for other people and the discovering the worth of others. Yeah. So I, I feel like pretty much all superheroes adhere to, to that kind of basic storyline. That's why I liked Wonder Woman so much, I think, is because oh, it boy. flat out, we had the line mm-hmm. where she's like, you know, it's not about deserve. It's about what you believe and I believe in love. And I'm like, yeah. boom, Thank you. that was it. That is yeah. the whole, that's the whole oh. point. So, I wept. I'm not. I, I'm not ashamed to tell you. I cried. I said, "Yes, yes. thank you for saying that." Yes, exactly. Because oh you God. see, and it's like, yes, this is all a visual representation of that. But hearing it actually verbalized, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, okay, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I know you and I are both big uh, Harry Potter fans too, and it's it's exactly the same thing, right? Yeah. That, that you wake up one morning and and you learn that you're a wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me a minute to take that in. Oh, and the reason why your parents aren't around is because the most powerful and evil wizard in the whole world killed them trying to kill you. And guess what? He's back. So good luck with that. Figure but, but, it out. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> and, but, and then Harry's impulse from the beginning is to, to, to try to figure out how to do what's right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always seek the best advice, you know. But... Um, and not what's best for him, but what's best for everybody. For everybody. And in the end, he's going to be the one who blesses, you know, that's the big Joseph Campbell thing is that uh, the, the hero of a thousand faces, that story always takes you to the point where whoever the hero is, they can then come back with some kind of a blessing for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for Harry, it's going to be, you know, rid the world of, of Voldemort and, and sort of usher in a new era of the, the magical world. But, um, yeah. I love it. It's the same, like, Plato's Parable of the Cave yeah. story. And The Matrix, how that was basically the same That's thing. Right. And yeah. so many things are that same story, where it's everybody is living in a world where they're seeing the shadows of what is actuality. But because everyone agrees we're all seeing the same stuff, mm-hmm. we say, well, that's it. That shadow of a tree, that's a tree. Yeah. We've never seen anything different. So that's the same thing. And then when someone leaves the cave and has this knowledge and brings it back, Everyone first is going to say, get out of here. You're questioning, making us question. Yeah. And we don't want to have to do that. And kind of turning on them and them having to overcome the complacency of people being complacent in their ignorance to then give them a better life and yeah. having to fight against people to give them what they, <laughs> right. what they feel they deserve, which is more than what these people are even asking yeah. for. So going to give you the truth whether you like it or not. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that's kind of the, the best stories adhere to that. Is, and we see hmm. that countless times where people are ostracized for basically trying to help because they're breaking the illusion that people have become comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that to me, going back to Harry Potter, mm-hmm. I feel like when the story was the most interesting was the Umbridge years when everyone turned on him yeah. and was like, you are nothing. You're the worst thing that's ever happened to us. None of this would have happened if it wasn't for you. Yeah. And it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of that Plato's parable of the cave moment where everyone's right. like, we don't want to hear this. Get out. If you're going to say things we don't want to hear, like, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with the results you get out of here. We're dealing with now. Yeah. And then him overcoming that to then help everyone and save everyone to be like, see, I was right. And I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Stop fighting me on this. I got to go. Oh, yeah. You, what time is it? It's six o'clock. Oh my gosh. It got so late.
Yeah. Because I could, because I could, I could talk forever. Yeah. This has been a really fascinating conversation. Yeah. I feel like I got us a little off topic. We were talking about relativity and all of our sci-fi stuff, and then I'm like, superheroes, feminism. I asked you. I asked you about. (laughs) (laughs) You came in the door, spiders. I mean, so it's it's closure. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Full circle. I'd already forgotten I was wearing a spider. Yeah. I'm not just a spider advocate. That's how I've bookmarked this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really into spiders. She's super about spiders. Of, yeah. That's weird. That's Arachnophilic. Yeah. You don't encounter a lot of arachnophilia. That's no, not, a, not a thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many legs. Oh, over the maximum number uh, of legs. For, yeah. So, so how do people get in touch with you? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, everybody can tweet at me at Elena Jordan. A L A N A J O R D A N. I always have to spell it because it's spelled like Alana. Yes. So it's I've had my... multiple people be like, I looked for you and I couldn't find you. And then I found this name. I was like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they, they think it's got another N. They think it's E-L-E-N-A. Oh, E-L-A-N. Like Elena the princess. Like yes. Princess Elena. But see, it's yeah. Alana. Right. But and yeah. my, my scent voice that I use to announce relativity insists that you're Alana. I, that's fine. I don't. Yeah. yeah, it's like at least it's spelled right. You know? Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> and it does say Alana. Ah, I've gotten Elena, Alana, Alana. Yeah. I was supposed to be a boy, and my parents named me Alan, and then I was a girl, so they added an A. So I feel like the way that you say it doesn't really matter. That's awesome. I love that <laughs> that you and I have the same origin story. <laughs> because because of course that's why I'm Lee. You know. So. Oh, and you can find me on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl too, because there was already an Elena Jordan. I never look at that. There's not yeah. much on. I'm just a lot of goofing around Los Angeles. Well, there you go. Yeah. With your mouth open, right? With like my mouth about open, to eat smiling, cheese- like yeah. about to eat a cheeseburger. Eating all the cheeseburgers <laughs> in LA. Yeah.